This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Philippians chapter 3 from verse 10. Philippians 3, 10. It says that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death that I might know him that I might know the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformable unto his death so if I am conformable unto his death it is automatic I ought to be conformable unto his resurrection praise the name of the Lord now, I'll be speaking just about three things I want to share with us this morning. Perhaps four, but three. Number one, the resurrection is not the same to being raised back from life. It is not a big deal for someone to die and on the third day rises again. It's not a big deal. In fact, Lazarus died four days before he was raised back from the dead. We have many people in the Bible and even in contemporary times that have died and we are raised back to life. The woman, the widow of Zarephath, her son died and was raised back to life. The Shunammite woman's son died and was raised back to life. Jesus Christ raised the damsel, laid his hand and said, Talita Kumi, and she was raised back to life. And when he died, even on the cross of Calvary, tombs in Jerusalem were opened and the saints came out. They were raised back to life. But there is something about the resurrection that makes it different from being raised back to life. The resurrection power is the highest, the ultimate, the absolute supreme display demonstration of God's power. This we need to understand. Everyone that was raised back to life died again. But the Bible says that Jesus Christ when he was raised by the glory of the Father after he had died after three days he rose again Never to die again. No wonder why he says, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 That is the resurrection power. That is resurrection. He's much more than being raised back to life. Through the power of resurrection. God Almighty broke the power.
death. Hallelujah. He broke the power of death. Death. I tell you what, he's a mystery that couldn't be solved by kings. He's a mystery that couldn't be solved by generations. He's a mystery that couldn't be solved by scientists. But God broke the power of death. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Never to die again. He is the one that liveth forevermore. Hallelujah. His dominion is forever. His glory is forever. His reign is forever. His authority is forever. His power is forever. His praise is forever. Oh, let somebody give him glory. Let somebody bless the glory of the risen Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know that your Redeemer liveth forevermore? Number two, you ought to understand and to know the nature of this power called resurrection power is a power that is unstoppable a force that can break all barriers nothing can stop the resurrection power no force on earth no force in the heavens no force underneath the earth no force in hell can restrict, can stop, can hinder the resurrection power. When Jesus Christ died, they engaged many powers to hold him down. Political power was involved. The Bible says, and the chief priests and the Pharisees, they came on to Pilate. Saying, sir, we remember that Jesus said while he was yet alive, after three days, I will rise again. They said to him, and they used their connection, their political connection, and said, please, command therefore that the sepulchre be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, he is risen from the dead. But the political power could not hold him down. They engaged the physical power, took a stone, a big stone, a boulder, rolled it over the face of the exit and the entrance of the sepulcher. That also couldn't hold him. The Bible says on the third day when he rose, a powerful force came and rolled away that powerful stone that is the resurrection power military power was engaged they rolled it with a stone and set watches military men to watch over him and the bible declares that when he rose from the dead everywhere shook and even the military men, they were as people who were dead. They couldn't stop him. 
They use financial power. Matthew 28 from verse 12 to 13. To stop the story of the resurrection. The Bible says. And when they had assembled with the elders. They took counsel. And gave large money unto the soldiers. Saying. His disciples came by night. And stole him away. That couldn't stop what has happened. That is the power of resurrection. Satan also engages power. When Jesus died, Bible makes us understand that he went to the belly of the hell. He led captivity captives. Preached to people who were there. Set them free. And then there was a fight. There was a fight. Satan did not want him to rise. Bible says, Colossians chapter 2 from verse 15. He says, having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a public show of them. He triumphed over them in that battle. Hallelujah. Collected the keys of hell. The keys of suffering collected the keys of death. Hallelujah. Triumph over them and says, I am rising from the dead, never to die again. He rose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No force in hell could stop him from rising. Political power was implicated. He could not stop the power of resurrection. Military power was engaged. He could not stop the power of resurrection. Oh, satanic forces were engaged. They could not stop the power of resurrection. Financial powers was engaged. He could not stop the power of resurrection. Physical power was engaged. He could not stop the power of resurrection. The power of resurrection is unstoppable. He's unkillable. He's unquenchable. He transcends barriers. It breaks boundaries. It excels our obstruction. Nothing can stop it. He rose like a volcano. Hallelujah. Somebody help me shout resurrection power. Now listen very carefully. It says that you may know there is an awareness. There is an alertness. There is a consciousness that you ought to enter into so that this power will be experienced by you. I remember the Ephesians, Ephesian Christians, sin was ruling over them. Queer forces was molesting them, were molesting them, harassing them, intimidating them. I believe the power of witchcraft, of wizardry, of necromancy was they were subjugating them and limiting them not until Paul wrote to them the book of Ephesians 
that yes you could be in Christ but you understand what you need to understand what this power is and how this power can be engaged he says in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 chapter 1 from verse 2 3 thereof he says blessed be God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed all, all spiritual blessings in the heavenly according as he has chosen us in him that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoptions of sons according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he has made us to be accepted hallelujah in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace wherein he has abounded to us all in all wisdom and prudence having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to, his, to the purpose in which he has purposed in himself that in the fullness of the dispensation of times he might bring all things together in Christ both things which are in heaven and on earth even in Christ in one in him he says in whom ye have received an inheritance being predestinated according to the counsel of him who dwelt all things after the good counsel of his will oh to the praise of him hallelujah and us who trusted he said in whom ye trusted after ye heard the word of truth even the gospel of our salvation in whom after ye believe here we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the possession of the, oh my God oh my God the redemption of the purchased possession then Paul said something between that point and what about what the scripture says from here makes the difference he tells them that in Christ they were blessed in Christ they were predestined in Christ you are forgiven in Christ you were accepted in Christ you were adopted in Christ you have an inheritance in Christ you were sealed with the Holy Ghost hallelujah in Christ you are dignified in Christ. You are glorified in Christ. You are honored. Now listen very carefully. All this, all this was in Christ. But they were being oppressed. They couldn't break from the power of sin and Paul says when I heard of your faith in Christ and your love towards the saints you could have faith in Christ you could have love towards the saints but there will still be something that will make you lack that experience that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. He says, 
when I heard of your faith in Christ and the love that you have for his saints I cease not to pray for you making mention of you in my prayers that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you might know hallelujah the hope of his calling the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints and that he might know the exceeding greatness the exceeding greatness the exceeding greatness the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe the power that Christ wrought that God wrought not any other power but that same power not any other power that same power that Christ wrought that God wrought when he raised Christ from the dead and set him in the heavenly places a place that is high above all principality high above all dominion high above all, all power high above any name that is named in this world and the name that will appear in the future You have made him the head over all and put all things under his feet. Even you, the church, his fullness that fills and saturates all. May I say to you that that same power that is in the inside of you He's not different from that same power that God wrought when he rose Christ from the dead. It means whatsoever cannot stop the power of resurrection cannot stop you. Political power can stop you. Financial power cannot stop you. Power of wizards and witches cannot stop you satanic power can't stop you physical power can't stop you may I see unto someone here you are reaching to the zenith of your call if you are the one that God is talking about say a big amen to that somebody is reaching to the height of his destiny may I see unto you Now listen, listen, many of us are still living, even though we are born again, we have faith in Christ, we love the brethren, we are in the church, but we are still thinking that maybe somehow one day 
God will do something that will be greater than what he has done. You are missing it. The power that you carry inside of you as a child of God is the power that has destroyed the power of sin. It has destroyed the power of sexual immorality, of fornication, of adultery, of filthiness, of envy, of jealousy, of wrath, of lasciviousness, of homosexuality. It has destroyed the power of sin. May I say unto you, you can live above sin. Yes! Listen very carefully. I'd like to conclude by saying this. Just one more thing. That power propelled you into the heavenly places. Do you know what the definition of the heavenly places is? Ephesians chapter 2. He says, we are, we, we are quickened together with Christ, conforming to his death. Raised together with him and made to be seated at the right hand of God in the heavenly places. It is not by your work, for it is by grace. Now listen. Where is that heavenly place or places? Ephesians, towards the last few verses, defined it. It's a place that is higher than any authority. A place that is higher than any principality. A place that is far above any dominion or any name that is named in this world and that which is to come. Do you know what? It's a place of influence. It's the principal place. It's the chiefest place. It's far high. When the altars in your mother's house want to attempt to reach you, they cannot reach you. Why? It's far above. Hallelujah. 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 When wizards and witches want to attack you, and they do, hallelujah, they cannot reach you because it's a place that is not only far, but it's far above. Hallelujah. May I say something to you, child of God? Stop giving excuses and saying, it's my father's house, it's my mother's house, it's this altar, it's that altar. Hallelujah. This was what the efficient Christians were saying. But Paul said something. He says, if they could only enter into the consciousness of this, into the alertness, into the awareness, into a cognition, recognition, where they are, it delivers power for them to manifest resurrection power. And one of the things that God is doing this morning 
is imparting that enlightenment to you. Today will be the last day that that snake will be chasing you in your dreams. Today will be the last day, hallelujah, that that queer force will be molesting your life. Where are you seated? Where are you seated? Where are you seated? By the power of war, by the power of resurrection, that same power that is in thee. Put your hands again together and let somebody shout and shout of victory. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.